Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast all about reality television. Yes, it is. And this podcast, we will be recapping the first episode of Champs vs. Stars Season 3. That's right. Strap in. We just finished one uh, challenge. Now we're getting into another, even Yo. though Nick does not respect this as part of the canon. Okay. I don't respect this as canon. Um, basically, I, I, I don't like when people throw uh, their wins and victories and champions championships onto their uh total tally of yeah. wins yeah because i feel like this is a little different now that is how i felt going into this episode yeah have things changed well we'll find out let's get right into it okay so we open up on the beach just as sexy as we possibly can be <laughs> <laughs> Getting to meet um, all of these stars, yeah. and it's a it's a mixed bag. It is. Um, we got Brooke Hogan, you know uh, Hulk Hogan's daughter. This was exciting for me. Uh, I am a, a big wrestling fan, um, and Hulk Hogan is probably the biggest wrestler, uh, or is definitely the most popular, famous of all time wrestler of all time of all time. It's it's Hulk Hogan. He's it's done Hogan. some he's done yeah. some things recently that maybe um, you know aren't the greatest in the world. Recently, but, uh, you mean the past decade i uh, mean he's been doing some things that aren't great for a good 10 years now i mean we we don't have to get into his transgressions but um uh, i do have personal bone to pick with him because he basically ended gawker um over he did. He yeah did. i haven't watched that documentary he did do that and he Is also, that, they made a documentary about yeah that? yeah um it's on netflix well anyway so she uh i, I know her from hogan knows best i always liked brooke she seemed like a little bit of a daddy's girl always you know a little sheltered but she's always had a good attitude in my opinion yeah i did watch hogan's knows best when it was on so i was happy to see her back next up we have drake bell from um josh and josh is jo that what it is it's josh and drake you know i think it's drake and josh i met him and hung out with him in south by southwest mm -hmm. and um just he's in he was he was going through a time when he wanted to have a band he wanted to be in a band and play music i think he still might have a band and play music okay so he had hired a bunch of like sort of the top um the country's top musicians to play his backup band and i was friends with one of with his drummer who was like a jazz drummer wow and so in south by southwest hanging out with the guy he was actually really nice and he took us backstage and i met some i don't know i feel like i met like axel rose or something <laughs> i don't even remember that adds up you know the problem with south by southwest is that it just becomes one big blurry memory but I remember in um, we we all kind of hung out in Drake's room because he had like a bunch of, you know, uh, accoutrements and that I mean alcohol, <laughs> and he just had like piles of scripts from. Like, I really thought you were gonna say cocaine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that was happening too, but I, I was just like allegedly. In my own little drinky world. Yeah, so he showed up, and immediately um, I'm thinking, like, oh, boy, uh, they threw this guy on. It's like he hasn't been on TV in a while. And then I forgot that all of these uh, champs are, you know, are, like, in their mid to low 20s, pretty much. There's a few of them that are old. And this that show was on Nickelodeon for, like, 10 years. And I'm like, oh, I wonder, I bet you they, they may have liked his show. Well, guess what? Not only that, but a couple of these women were quite taken by uh, People Josh. freaked or out. Drake, um, yeah. Tori freaked out. Tori freaked out the most. Tori, yeah. like, lost her shit. But yeah. so did Kayla and Cam to yeah. some degree. I mean, those are the 90s kids. Mm. Um, next up from the stars. Also, Anissa was like, yeah, 90s kids. I love it. I was like, Anissa, you're 48 years old. <laughs> Poor Anissa. I felt so bad for Anissa this episode. Yeah. Um, next up, we had Hennessy, who I was like, 
like, we, she, you know, they introduce her as a um, inter, uh, internet personality. And I was like, isn't that Cardi B's sister? Isn't that Cardi B's sister? And like, we kept having interviews with her. And then finally she was like, and you might know me and my sister's a rapper. Right. She did not want to say that she was Cardi B's sister. Her sister's not a rapper. Her sister is the biggest star yeah. in the world right now. Yeah. So weird to yeah. not put that up top. Um, then we had Louise Hazel. Louise Hayes. Louise Hayes. Don't know. Don't care. Um, she was on the first season of Champ vs. Stars. She's an Olympic athlete. I really liked her a lot in the first season, um, mainly because she made some like dirty moves on her team with Lolo. Um, remember? Yeah, when, she's a player. She's a player. She knew. She knew the game immediately. Just to refresh your memory, um, on the first elimination with the Champs versus Stars in season one, they all put their name in like a jar, and then she was supposed to pick the name and say who the person names she picked was, and she picked it, and it was Lolo's, and uh, or she said it was Lolo's. Is it Lolo? Is that what it, it is? is? It is. She said it's Lolo, but then she crumpled the paper back up and put it back in the thing. Wow. And she was like, did it say her name? I do remember that. That was crazy. I don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she's a natural born challenger. Um, next up in the stars, we have Arian Foster. Yeah. Uh, Nick, tell me about him because I'm unfamiliar. He is a four-time all-star um, I think he might have been an MVP. I, I don't know. But the man is going to be in the Hall of Fame uh, for uh, uh, professional football. He is uh, um, he was a beast when he was playing. Now, when I when I saw him show uh, his face on this show, I you know, I know it's for charity. But to me, it just feels like, boy, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> I, I, and Ashley was like, well, it's for charity. I'm like, yeah, but you could play like a charity uh, golf game and win you know, $10,000 for your charity in an afternoon. This isn't the way to do it. I think if you're on this show, you're going to play for charity and that's all well and good, but you also kind of want to be on TV. Yeah. So it's, um, I don't, you know, I don't know if I had mixed feelings about it, mixed feelings. Um, next up was Casper smart who spent like a good, I don't know, maybe felt like 40 minutes talking about how he's a dancer and choreographer and not mentioning the fact that he's JLo's ex-boyfriend, which we all knew as soon as he came on the screen. And I was like, are they not going to address this? And then um, finally, freaking Ashley Mitchell was like, yeah, that's that's JLo's ex-boyfriend. Uh, yeah. And then Tony in his interview did like a weird thing about how Casper needed to get a stool so he could stand up and try and get over uh, JLo's baby bump in the back. And I was like, Tony, take five seats. You yeah. need to sit down <laughs> tony <laughs> we'll get to tony in a minute next up we got salita ebanks she is a model slash actress i don't know if she's an actress they said she was an actress but then they just talked about her modeling jobs they were right. like you, you model actress you know her from victoria's secret yeah, yeah. sports illustrated yeah. I'm like how has this bitch been a um actress <laughs> <laughs> then we had um daniel booby gibson from the, NBA, from the NBA, another serious, serious a- athlete. Um, she was a he was a she was he was a basketball player on the uh, on the Cleveland Cavs. Uh, I believe he was on the the dark years of the Cavs. It's okay. Uh, when the Miz introduced him, um, cringe fest. Well, the Miz is a Cleveland boy. The Miz had me cringing all at, and he was just like, uh, "Booby, I just want to say I love everything about you." I, you know, you have an issue with the Miz. I the Miz can do no wrong in my mind. The Miz last night because we're doing this the morning after the Miz last night was on three television shows at the same damn 
time. They weren't all at the same time. Yes, they were. No, because it went the finale, and then it went Chance versus Stars. I know. Those aren't on at the same time. And then there was a wrestling thing. Yeah, no, wrestling is on from 8 to 10. So I guess this show was on 10. All right, so sorry. The, it, it, he was on two shows at the same time, and then one show immediately <laughs> following that. Uh, the Miz is incredible. Not to mention, when this was happening, he was having a baby. Yeah, yeah, he is dominating. I love the Miz television right now. I had I had some issues with his little his booby thing. It felt really awkward. And then I also, I mean, this is just like petty as fuck, but I'll put it out there. Did not like his little like d- fake ass designer army fatigue jacket with like patches that say Los Angeles. It has and stuff. nothing to do with him, you know. With television, somebody put him in that. That's true. So next up, we had a little mama who I didn't know, but I do like after watching this app. Little mama, she did like. Uh, Brings all the um, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard or some oh. shit or, or like no the chicken no. noodle soup song one of those like kind no. of one hit wonder yeah and she was also a, a judge on a ABDC America's Best Dance Crew. Then we have um uh oh god I'm gonna butcher his butcher name. it it's Josia Flores yeah jo- Josea Josia Josea sure, whatever and uh, it just said it's so funny because with all these people it's like inter- like their their little caption under their name is like a, you know internet star um personality model. Uh, the Hall of, Hall of Famer or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then with him, it's like be Big Brother contestant. Yeah, they love shoehorning in these Big Brother people on these shows, which I don't think is a good move. And then they didn't really introduce the, uh, the champs like they introduced the stars. Now but, we know them. But let's just get off. I'll just say everybody yeah, who, 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 who we got. We got Kayla. We got Ashley. We got Anissa, Wes, Cam, CT, Devin, Shane, and then... Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony was a big part of this episode and not in a good way. Not in a good way. Are we getting into Tony yet? Should um, we talk about Tony right now? Let's let's save Tony okay. till we get to it. So so we meet on the beach. Uh, the Miz shows up. He is um, he's there. Now, Nick, you looked at me and you said the Miz lacks a connection with the cast. What do you mean by that? Well, I don't think the Miz is like getting drinks with the cast afterwards. I mean, he's a professional athlete for crying out loud. He's got to perform on live television sometimes twice a week. Uh, and uh, he's just not, as I said, he's a new dad. He's just not partying with them like TJ. I'm sure he hasn't been around this cast. Do you think cast. TJ parties with I them? think TJ maybe gets some drinks with the crew I'm pretty a- sure TJ is a, a sober dude and doesn't drink. All right, well, he hangs. Look, first of all, just don't, uh, you, you, TJ has a connection with this cast. He does. I mean, he's been doing it for 20 years. TJ uh, has a natural connection with it. And The Miz, it is a little bit more forced. Yeah. It is a little bit, you know, but, you know, uh, let's be honest. I mean, The Miz isn't doing any worse at setting up these games and, and twists than TJ ever does. So I mean, they call him 10 Take TJ, don't they? They do. They do indeed. So The Miz shows up and um, he tells us, like, hey, welcome. He just kind of welcomes everybody to the show. He explains that there will be a leaderboard, something that the freaking challenge has been uh, pushing on us the past two seasons. Yeah, as you guys know from listening to our recaps of uh, Vendettas, uh, there's this leaderboard in Vendettas. They never <laughs> showed it. They showed it once in like the first episode of this and then this it never showed house. it again. And now they're bringing back this leaderboard. Both these shows were clearly filmed probably at the same damn time. Yeah. Um, well, no, Cam is on it. Yeah. So, and But Kayla. back to back at some point. But uh yeah, I don't know. Is the leaderboard going to actually be shown? I mean, this is what I'm looking forward to this season. So uh, we get into our first challenge right there on the beach. It's called Stare Down. Yep. And um, you want to get to the, it's like some stairs. It's more of a ramp 
with some bumps in it. Mm-hmm. And they say, get to the top of the stairs as fast as possible, but you're all going to be lubed up. God damn it. MTV loves lube. MTV <laughs> Back loves Back in the day, they lube. would just say like baby oil or oil, but now they like to say lube. They're lube. lubing everything up. Lube, 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 lube. Well, thank God they don't have them like um, simulating sex on giant soap anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was a hard. Toughie. That was a toughie. Um, so we had two heaps. Um, the first heap, Tony gets up there first. And may, while- may- May I ask you what a heap is? A heap is uh, a team. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought you meant I thought you were confusing heat. Like oh, jeez, I was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. They're known as heaps for now on. Heats. They had two <laughs> heaps. I don't. You know what? I've never even heard a team referred to as a heat before it's, outside it's, of the challenge. It actually wouldn't be like a team. It would be like the first round, the first group. Okay. So the group, the first group to go, that's like the first heat, second heat. Now, and then, where did that come from? I don't. Is know. this pulling from sports in some way? Yeah, yeah, it's a sporty. Thing. It feels like it should be a heap because it's a heap <laughs> of people. Well, maybe it was. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Tony just boogies his way up there, and as he's boogieing his way up there, it cut to an interview with Lil Mama, and she's like, "I got heart." filters all over tony and i was like what yeah. is happening she, she was digging his vibe digging his vibe and as tony is making his ascent up there um it cuts to an inner or maybe it was just like a voiceover where tony's like you know what i've been an uh an underdog my whole life and now that i'm considered a champ i know i haven't won one but i'm considered a champ and it feels good it feels good and that was a little foreshadowing for the rest of this episode yeah. i felt like um so in that first heat <laughs> um, two of the stars, Salida, the model, and um, Josea. I'm going to call him Jay. Jay. Can I? Can I uh, make? Uh, so, uh, Little Mama had lip gloss. Remember the song Lip Gloss? Yes. Okay, that was her big hit. Okay. She was pr- pretty much a one-hit wonder, but she's a TV pro. I wanted to get that right. I like hip-hop, so I wanted to write my wrongs. Yeah, yeah. I knew that she could not have possibly done Milkshake because that was Nas's ex-girlfriend. Police or yes. something? Yeah, okay. And, Sorry, um, guys. Yeah, so uh, can I, is it cool if I just refer to Josea, Josie? I don't even, I feel I think bad. It, I believe it's Josea. He's also a big brother guy, so yeah. I don't think we have to worry about it. Okay, so him and Salida, the model, were disqualified because they did not make it to the top of the stairs, and they their team got a five-minute penalty. Wow. Um, and then Casper cut to Casper, and he's like, man, you're only as good as your weakest player mm. on your team. And like, I'm looking at these two wondering, WTF. Seriously. So then um, Heat 2, I, will, I would like everyone to know that in my notes it is written out as h-e-a-p <laughs> i really did believe this was a heap um heap two goes and then ct just like barrels his way to the top and this is a time for the ct lore to come out right. you know everybody's like you know we're cutting to a lot of uh, interviews and voiceovers he's a grizzly bear he's he's a machine he's a you know a force to be reckoned with and it's really like ct at this point feels like a mythological god <laughs> yeah, on these i know shows. seriously I mean, he's a beast. He's a, he's a monster. So I'm uh, I'm always happy to have him around. I'm I'm excited to see him perform. Um, he goes up first. Second is Devin. You know, Shane is just doing something that I love, which is purposely sliding down into the stars to knock them out. Yeah, and we watched him uh, t- tell everybody that's what he was gonna do. Yeah. Uh, before he went up there, I mean. Uh, the champs play this game in a, in a different way than your and your basic athlete would play a game. Yeah, they, they know how to do stuff. They know, they how, know how to, how to be stuff. dirty. They look at this and they say, "How can I get the advantage right. for myself yeah. and my team?" Yeah, and Shane's just like rolling them through them like a bowling ball, knocking these pins down. Um, so basically, you know, um, 
that happens and oh what happens okay so the end of the heap it looks like Hennessy's not gonna make it it looks like she's not gonna make it and then she makes it right in the last 10 seconds yeah she jumped Mm -hmm. so that was that everybody's down back there on the on the beach sand talking to Miz and then Miz is like hey congrats Tony your first place second place is CT and then Miz says hey you know what? I promised you some twists and turns. Here are the twists and turns. These are not your teams. You are not on champs versus stars. Miz is like Swerve God. That's what I'm going to call him. He's always swerving everybody. He's swerving left and right. Um, and so Miz says, okay, Tony, CT, come down here. You guys are going to pick these teams. You know, um, school style. So uh, what's it not? What's it called? What you know, like on the, on the like when you're outside and recess. Like a pickup game is what Bo- what okay. Booby said. Okay, so um, school style. <laughs> it's early, guys. You don't understand. Like we just did the last recap like eight hours ago. Got about four hours of sleep. Woke up, jammed coffee in her eyeballs, and now Ashley's saying the word heap over and over again. Okay, just bear with us; it'll get easier. Um. Okay. So. Uh, so run down the teams. We don't have to go back and forth. Just show who's on each team. Well, before we, I run down the teams. I do appreciate your go-getter style, Nick. But I do want to say Tony and CT were picking um, females first, and I thought for sure I was like, "Who do you think Tony's going to pick, Nick? Who do you think Tony's going to pick?" And what did you say? I thought Brooke Hogan. I just figured Tony, you, you know. You just think Tony's like a white trash guy just, who loves wrestling. <laughs> I think he just loves Hulk Hogan. He, he must be a macho man guy. He, actually, you know what? He's an ultimate warrior guy. Uh, he's not that smart. Literally, Tony's never said anything about Hulk Hogan. And like, <laughs> um, Nick's like, yeah, he's going to pick Brooke. I was like, he's definitely going to pick Kayla because they just came off of Vendettas where Kayla and Tony had a clear alliance. Um, Tony didn't pick either. He picked Tori. 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 And then CT picked Kayla. And I was like, man, that's got to feel good to be like the first girl that CT picks. Yeah. And right before they did this, they uh, before um, uh, CT made his choice, he looked at Tony, said, we keeping it in the family? They both kind of nodded. And that basically agreed they were going to pick all champs first. Now, that didn't exactly go down. That didn't go down. It, it seemed to not go down. Um, before... As soon as it came to Anissa. <laughs> no, it came down to Devin and Anissa. <laughs> yeah, Devin and Anissa. And for Devin's sake, it seemed to be played up for entertainment purposes because Devin was having these big reactions. I mean, like, come on, you know. But for Anissa, it did seem personal. Also, I think, like, probably the cast as TV stars of the champs um, not as like players, the champs, the TV star versions. I I imagine uh, they're put a little put off by the way Devin ha- has been portraying himself since Vendettas, which Ooh, is like he's trying to claim a lot of territory. Uh, we were talking about it last night in the finale recap. Uh, how um, he's he's not being a great. Uh, he's unsportsmanlike. He's not being graceful with his bananas rivalry and and victory. Um, and I, I imagine that probably run rumps a, a couple of a uh, couple of the uh, vets uh, a little wrong. So Tony, I'll just run down Tony's team. He got Tori, Wes, Cam, Casper, Luis, Booby, Anissa, Drake, Hennessy, and CT got Kayla, Shane, Ashley, Devin, Brooke, Foster, Lil Mama, and Jay from Big Brother. Yeah, um, and that's Arian Foster. Arian Foster. What did I say? You said Foster, but I just, that sounds like a first name. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And then, you know. Now, to me, I feel like CT's team is stronger. 
interesting. Yeah, it just it just reads stronger to me. But but um, right at this point, they say, okay, now because you guys all competed, we're taking your actual times, uh, each of you, and we're gonna add them all up, and uh, the lowest time is gonna be the winner. And Tony's team won. And that's the blue team. So they've now been divided into the blue team and the red team. Tony's team won. Um, while all this is happening, Tori does a movement that bothers <laughs> Nick so much. He goes back and he uh, watches it. He watches it. And then I'm like, I didn't see it. So then we have to rewind it yeah, so I can see it. Yeah. And why don't you tell him what she did that bothered you? She was Millie rocking. Now, guys, uh, I don't know how old our, our, our fan base is, you uh, blowhards out there. But I, I think... Um, I, I just I think the Millie Rock is on its way out as the dab is out now. And also, it just looks whack as shit when Tori is Millie Rocking. It just seems very poser-like. Um, Tori has sort of dropped uh, in my in my my favor of Tori has sort of dropped a little bit. I, I didn't love how she came off when she was a mercenary in Vendettas. I feel like she got her ass whooped by Cam. Not that she shouldn't have, but the way that she played just didn't seem as strong. I didn't think she deserved to be a mercenary. I feel like they just like her as a personality, so they throw her on there. Um, I feel like she was outclassed by the rest of the mercenaries. And two, I kind of feel like she comes off as whack sometimes. She comes off as corny as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes. And I still like her, but sometimes. You know, Tori, there's a lot of promise for Tori. I, I hope that she she's kind of going down um, as far as her behavior just kind of being lame. And I'm hoping she can pull out of that because we did like Tori. I, I yeah, like Tori. I still like her. I still like her. I still like Tori, too. I just need her to stop being corny. I just Yeah, that Millie Rock for a second was, was corny as shit. So Miz says, okay, uh, Tony's team, you're the blue team you won you get to pick an mvp um red team you guys lost you have to pick a guy to go into the elimination that's right it's going to be a guy's elimination which brings us back to the house um it's not really a house i think i'm going to call it a compound it's kind of like a studio this is the thing about the challenge i mean it's i assume that it is a a boardroom type thing in the hotel they're staying in you know that's what i assume is going on here the thing about this champs versus stars is that they're not staying in a house and this is where the game changes and this is where it kind of loses me. The fact that they're not all stuck in a house in some foreign country getting trashed at night for three months. Completely isolated from the rest of their yeah, life. It, that, that's what I, I mean, that's my favorite part of the challenge proper. So, And uh, we can't deny that the deprivation aspect of that really leads to a lot of plot lines in the regular show. Yeah. And the fact that they get to keep uh, in touch with their family here. They have their phones. They're not being forced to sleep in a room with people they hate every night it definitely uh it, it, it allows them to keep a stronger mental shield and not have such quick breakdowns allegedly yeah and you know what uh i don't know if that's gonna hold true for this one because it seems like they did a little better job of casting the stars this time and we might have some bigger personalities in the house or in the studio in the studio so we're back at the compound and it's time to drink and socialize uh first thing that come that we hear is that shane wants to suck daniel's dick <laughs> <laughs> daniel <laughs> Um, booby. Booby. Well, they Dan Shane and Anissa are referring to Booby as Daniel because Anissa's like Booby's like a guy, a name of a kid you grew up with and never wanted to kiss. I'm calling him Daniel because yeah, he's a sexy. Let's man. call him Booby for the purposes of this show and uh, how fun that word is uh, to say. Booby. Um, yeah, he's like <laughs> Anissa. I was really, it was really a great moment. Anissa's like, 
damn uh he's he's sexy and uh and then like just like without anything just looks at uh she just looks at Anissa and just like yeah i want to suck his dick and i mean they uh, it's it's hilarious to me that mtv left that in yeah because i'm sure that there's a lot of real real raunch talk going on in this yeah. cast they don't always leave it in but yeah. they left that in because i does it does fit shane's character who is he's just a dirty motherfucker man i need shane to stay in the game i need when he is on these challenges i want him to make it further because his entertainment value is he's big it's up there he's big it's up there so um then we learn that booby is maybe interested in cam he's like she's cute she's shy i want to get to know her so that's pretty cool um wes has like what is on his forehead we could not figure it out i think he he may have got scratched up during the um the lube uh game he's got a big old scratch on his head yeah he got it he has to see I don't know, some sort of a, he has to get a facial before he goes on these things. He he looks like he's not really prepping for any of this ever. You know, yeah. he doesn't look necessarily out of shape. He's not, he's not yoked like he used to be. Um, but he, you know, he plays such a mental political game that he can get by. So I, I don't think that it's going to um, come against him. Uh, but yeah, he, he, there's a lot of gorgeous human beings in this house. And, and then you got Wes. We don't talk about this enough. Wes is not attractive i love wes no no hold on his personality is great i love wes i'm talking about a person that you would put on camera wes is not a person you would put on camera except for his personality i'm talking specific physical looks and the fact that he is not camera ready or camera capable really and gets so and is able to get so much camera time and bring so much really just speaks volume to who he is now what did you watch um like rivals season one with, no. with me or uh, maybe even ruined have you seen like 10 I've seen years ruins. ago i've seen him when, he, when was, he was jacked up yes. like physically did you think he was good looking then no okay no okay. um but i understand being attracted to wes a hundred percent i'm not saying i'm attracted to him i'm saying I, I understand the attraction of wes i'm just saying like if you looked at him just a picture of him you'd be like we're not putting this guy on television okay. yeah. but as soon as he starts talking and his his face is animated by his personality you're like okay yes this guy a star um so <clears throat> then we cut to the next day and uh wes and Devin are having like some breakfast Luis comes over and um you know Devin kind of leaves and uh Luis and wes they start talking we realize they're friends outside of the show from the first season of champs versus stars and wes is saying to her like basically look we might have been uh divided into these teams we might have been sh- shooken up in this way but you should know that the champs are still go- the champs are still going to stick together the cast from the challenge even though we're on different teams we're still going to be looking to eliminate the stars that's just how we play and i want you to be brought into our family yeah and she's like okay i'll help i'll play your game wes now uh, i want to go back and mention something since we're talking about wes when the teams were being picked wes in wes's interview he said i really don't want to be on tony's team i feel like he's a hothead and that's going to be trouble for uh, the game yes and then he was put on tony's team and then while he was on tony's team he was like directing who tony should pick he was making moves as soon as wes got put on tony's team he was leaning into tony's ear and he was like pick this person pick that yeah. person and the miz is like who's picking this team tony or wes yeah, and they were like, hey, we're oh. a team. We're uh, blah, 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 blah. So that cuts to the red team, which is having like a little deliberation. And, um, you know, you know, Ashley, 
Ashley is playing a game here with her team, with the stars on her team, because they, they, they look at Ashley and they go, you know, Ashley, from your experience in the past, do you think we should put our weakest player in the elimination? And Ashley's like, nah, we should pick our best player to go into the elimination. Mm. And then it cuts to an interview and she's like, I'm not, I'm not helping these stars. I'm taking these stars out. I yeah. want to put the strongest star in there so they can go home and make it easier for the challenge guys and make it easier for the challenge team. So while Ashley's saying, like, we should pick our strongest players, um, Adrian Foster volunteers himself. Yeah, he does. He goes right, he goes right in there. And you know what? Right there, I'm like, man, that's trouble for whoever he goes up against. I mean, this man is an athlete. I mean, he is probably the most accomplished. Yes, absolutely. On the show. Um, Except for CT. <laughs> CT can dunk. <laughs> Uh, there was a weird little moment there with Devin where uh, Devin like leans over and he's like, you know, just so you know, they might try and uh, level the playing field. There could be a puzzle. Yeah. Are you comfortable with that? And Adrian's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, how do you know I wouldn't dominate the puzzle? Yeah. And, and then he's like, oh, no. Devin's like, oh, no. Um, It's not what I meant. Uh, And then, uh, you know, uh, Adrian Foster is like, hey, don't black track, which I uh, took as me and Ashley had a little bit of a debate here because it was hard for you to hear what he was saying. To me, it sounded like backtrack. Yeah, but he said we went back and he did say black track. And to me, I feel like he was trying to give it a little bit back to Devin by being like, uh, what do you think? Because I'm black, I can't do puzzles. Or, or, you know, Ashley felt like it was more an attack on him being a pro athlete, a jock thing. I think there there might have been some subliminal racial undertones. And, you know, Devin can really put his foot in his mouth sometimes. And I'm not saying Devin meant to do that at all, because the way he reacted to that, it wasn't like he was trying to be confrontational. I believe the guy's on his team. You know what I mean? He wasn't really trying to stir things up like that. But, you know, every so often, you got to watch what you say. Don't get me wrong. I think there's always subliminal racial stuff going on. But I think Devin's big thing is that he is not athletic and he's good at puzzles. Okay. So I think he was looking at this guy. I think Devin was just sort of like trying to um, reestablish or just taking a moment to sort of bring his identity back into the game by being like, yeah, you might be a big guy. Can you do puzzles? Look at me. I'm a little guy. I can do puzzles. Yeah, but the term black track, which I have never heard before, which I have to get on uh, Wiki and see if it's an actual thing because it's such a fantastic way of calling uh, a non-person of color out on some of the uh, microaggressions yeah uh, when they're like oh no and they stifle i mean you're black tracking is what's yeah. going on yeah totally um so basically then we go to the uh, uh deliberation i don't know what do you call it when everybody's sitting there uh, they're, with they're, the Miz? yeah we'll, we'll say deliberation so the Miz is like, okay, blue team, who's going to be your MVP? And um, the team picks Tony, and that means that Tony gets uh, one thousand for his charity, which is hands on Nola. And Tony again says something about feeling like an underdog, and now now that he's a now that he's a top dog, he's never going to let that go. And then the red team, they're like, Miz is like, okay, who's your least valuable player? And they vote in Adrian Foster. Yeah, well, he asked for it. Is it Adrian or? What is, I mean, it's a Adrian, right? Am I saying his name correctly? It's Arian. Arian. Yeah. Uh, Are we saying Adrian the whole time? I, we've been saying Adrian. There's a lot of people on this show, guys. Yeah. Bear with us. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because I feel like we're meeting a whole new cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fine. And who knows? We may not need to know this man's name for much longer. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he is an accomplished athlete, mm. so I should probably know his name. Um, so... Th- you know, the miss is like, wow, you're going to put him in like he's your least valuable player. And then they're, they're like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And then the miss is like, OK, well, we got another twist. Um, the MVP gets to make 
gets to make someone safe. It's called a power play. A power play. And I don't think it's make someone safe every time. I think they're treating it like a grenade, a specific grenade, because they were like, this time you can save a person. Oh. So then what what Tony was able to do was save Arian Foster since he was the one voted in. Um, and so when Arian Foster is in front of the whole gang, standing next to the Miz, and they start talking, you know, about this, you know, power play, uh, Tony kind of sizes up Arian Foster and he goes to him, he goes like, you want to see what the challenge is like? You know, like, uh, first of all, right here is where Tony really starts to lose me. I mean, just the, just the, the machismo, you want to see what a challenge is like? And then, you know, Arian Foster, you know, he's not, he's, he, he's, he's no uh, stranger to shit talking. He's just like, he's like, are you talking to me, man? And he's like, you're not even my fucking team. He's yeah. like, I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, well, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to save you then. I guess you asked for that. And he's like, and then all of a sudden Tony starts going, can I throw myself in, Miz? Because I feel like I got to, you know, shut this guy up. And like, I know. it's like, dude, what do you have to gain to be, you don't, you were fun as a dummy on this show. Yeah. Don't all of a sudden become like king asshole. It, 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 I just don't think it's a good look on Tony. Okay, so Shane says uh, Tony is drunk with power. Yeah, and, and I think he, I think he is. <laughs> I think he is too. And I have a little bit of a Tony theory. Can we get into Tony right now? Sure. Um, what I think is going on is I think Tony is sort of addicted to redemption spirals. Like Tony is almost a Faulknerian character. He is a man who it goes on a quest, fails, and has to redeem himself over and over again it's like this bravado of like i'm going into this i'm going to win he he trips over his own feet and by that being hooking up with someone um sort of a egotistical personality persona all of a sudden and then he has a fall from grace which i'm sure we will see you know they're setting it up for that and then we get to see him build up again you know i'm a changed man uh i I realized what i did last time you know i was coming off too strong etc etc he is constantly in a redemption spiral he's either going up or he's falling down it's gonna be a, a wild ride and i'm and you know what as much as uh, tony turned me off that's good that's good for this show because i really want to hate people and i really want to like people and it's tough when people fall in the middle and that was my problem with champs first stars you know previous to this season it seems like this season is stepping it up with the drama so as soon as this happens, we cut to an interview with Lil Mama, and she's like, I'm not attracted to Tony anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's over. Um, and then so Tony gets to pick the person to go in from his team up against Arian Foster, and Tony picks Casper. Yes. And the, the choreographer. Miz, the choreographer. The Miz is like, wait a minute. Casper was like seconds behind you. And Tony, he, the Miz is like, he's your weakest player. And Tony's like, that's who I'm picking to go in. And that's when Casper looks at everybody and he goes, the champs are playing all y'all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They got the two strongest stars up here. The champs are playing y'all. Yeah. So that takes us to the elimination, Casper versus Arian, and it's called Screw Off. Boom. And this is an interesting game. Um, the something I like about the Champs versus Stars are these sort of like, you know, goofy ass games. They're goofy ass games, um, and they're almost like uh, carnival games. Yeah, amped up carnival games, but they're also a lot of them have uh, to do with. Um, sports. Yeah. So like they'll be like shooting things, throwing passes, uh, footballs through through things. And this one, you were handed a baseball bat, and there was uh, your opponent's face 
was on like two paddles that was on like a big screw. Mm -hmm. And basically you had to like hit the paddles till you screwed the the face all the way up to up to the top and knocked the top off. Exactly. Um, and uh, and in in my opinion, I mean, he's got height advantage. Um, he's a professional athlete. I was like, yo, Arian Foster is going to smoke Casper in this. Yeah, we all thought that. And then Casper won. Casper won. Yeah. Big surprise. Big surprise. Big surprise. And right after that, Casper and Tony have sort of, Tony goes right up to Casper. He's like, uh, oh, no, because before this, Casper says, oh, by the way, Tony threw me in. If, I, if I'm if i in your position, I'm throwing you in, Tony. Yeah. And then he wins, and then Tony comes right up to him. He's like, hey, man, listen, uh, that's what's stuff you were deal? saying back there. Yeah, what's the deal? What's the deal? Uh, you want to do stuff like that? Or uh, listen, if you if you don't, uh, if you don't, if you don't, um, if you don't throw me in, you know, I, I, you just won't go in the next time. He's already yeah. trying to cut deals with them. Yeah. And Casper, what does Casper say? Next, uh, Casper's like, you put me on the chopping block, man. Like, yeah. And then Tony's like, yeah, but I'm like saying like, and Casper's like, I guess we'll see, you know. And yeah. then in the interview, he's like, the only person on my team is me. Yeah. And then we're saying goodbye to Arian. Nick, you turned away. You looked at me. You said, I can't even watch this. I can't watch Arian Foster go home first on Champs versus Stars. I just can't watch it it was tough i feel like he took it kind of gracefully sort of but he also was fucking pissed off yeah he did he, not seem happy he got a donation to his charity which is like the arian foster charity or something like that you know for underprivileged kids um and then there's a little bit of a twist well arian you may not go home because each one of these teams is allowed to save one person on this season will you save arian foster and they huddle up they go let's do it and vote and all of the stars, I believe there's four stars, five champs on that team. Now, the important part of this, Nick, is that the team that got to choose was the red team, not Arian's team. Okay. And so you would think that the red team would save him because he is a big guy. And wait, maybe not. Nope. I take it back. It was I take their it back. team. It was. Was it? I believe it was their team. I think it was CT because CT said, well, five, four stars wanted and five champs wanted. Oh, uh, right? I don't know. Is Devin, <laughs> or Devin, is Devin and CT on the same team? Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, CT and Arian are on the same team. So it was Arian's. It was their own team. They're yeah. allowed. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what's exciting about yes, this. They yes, have to yes, choose right. which person they want back. And be, uh, they somebody says, let's, Devin goes, let's do it as a vote. And then so, you know, knowing that there are less champs, less stars than champs on the on the team right yeah. now, now that Arian Foster is up for elimination. Right. And so when they go to the vote, all the stars vote yes to save them. All the champs vote no. And yeah. so they were the stars are outnumbered. Unfortunately, Arian, we are not taking you back. And then Arian's like, wow, really are you going to do this? And then Ashley's like, hey, listen, I'm going to be straight with you right now. We're all here for our own charities. We're all here for ourselves. We're going to save ourselves and do whatever we can just to, you know. Basically, they know at the end of this thing, you know, uh, it's only going to be a couple of them. I don't think they want to be competing with Arian Foster for no. this entire season. But also, because Arian Foster is a star, and yes, Lil Mama, you are, or no, who said this? Casper? Yes, Casper, you are right. The champs are going to stick with the champs. Yeah. It's going to happen. And so they don't take them. They don't take them. And it Goodbye, was, Arian it Foster was sad. Was sad. It, it was sad. sad. Um, I would look forward to seeing 
what he was going to do on the show. And it looks like what he was going to do was nothing. So we go back to the compound. Everybody's eating some looks like spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. They got drinks. They're all just kind of chatting. There's a big couch, you know, Shane and Anissa and some uh, Kayla and Tori. And then Brooke Hogan comes in. Everybody's just kind of talking. And, you know, Shane's like, how do you guys feel after your first elimination? And Brooke's like, I'm really bummed because Arian, like, wanted to be here. It was obvious. And then Kayla's like, he lost fair and square, which is true. He did lose fair and square. And also, Brooke, who doesn't want to be here? Yeah. I, I really don't understand that. Yeah. He, he really wanted to be here. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. You're on. The, everyone's on the show. She they just felt bad for him. And then uh, what's her name? What's her name? Salida. Salida. She walks in the room, sits down, and uh, she starts saying like, oh, you guys aren't going to start talking shit about Arian while he's not here. Well, Shane said something, yeah. and I don't 100% know what it was, but it was something along the lines of like, well, he didn't have a great attitude or something. Oh, yeah, he pouted. He, he was yeah. pouting. I didn't think he took this. Uh, he was humble. He was really pouting. Man, I'd never seen anybody lose like that before, which is not true. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember Zach. Uh, throwing a, a, like a helmet across the the the, the battlefield yeah. and almost hitting somebody in the head. Everybody had to duck. Believe I mean, me, there's been worse meltdowns. CT losing in yeah. duel two. Yeah, I okay. mean he wants to fight people. Yeah, it, come on. You know it's not you know it's Shane's, Shane's being Shane. Just, Shane's, Shane's just being Shane. trying to be chatty. He's just trying to be chatty. And Salida's like, well, we're not going to talk about someone who's not here and blah blah blah. And then Kayla says like, we're not talking shit about him. We're just talking about like what happened. And then she's like, first off, I was talking to him. That's not what Salida says. Like yeah. first off, I was talking to him, Shane. And the thing is about this, before we get into what Kayla says, I would like to say you cannot walk into a group, a room of people who are having a conversation and then sit down and be like, I am just talking to this one person. I'm right. interrupting this conversation and just talking to this one person. She's completely wrong in this. A hundred percent. You know, Kayla's Kayla, what Kayla says next, you know, we'll get into that. But right off the bat, Salita being like, I was talking to him. It's like, no, bitch. Everyone was talking to each other. You interjected yourself in a group conversation you don't get to just interject yourself in a group conversation and then be like uh, this one person is who i'm talking to that's not yeah. how it works so then kayla is just like um i don't know who the fuck you think you are right like coming at me with this attitude and then salita has like really just a straight up meltdown leaves the room she's like you curse she's she cursed at me yeah like, she's like no you're, one oh is that who you are me. you're classless basically yeah no one curses at me like she's just like loses her mind over the fact that kayla says Fuck. And then Brooke walks out of the room and goes, I'm going to go follow her. And um, by the way, that was very Jerry Springer of you. Yeah. She goes, no cursing. This is not Jerry Springer. Yeah. And it's like, who are these people? Yeah, it's and Kayla, not Jerry Springer. It's the challenge. Get Kayla used to looks it. up and she's like, am I in an alternate alternate universe you right are. now? You are. You're on Champs for Stars. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And you know what, Kayla? I agree. I don't. I, I, Nick, how do you feel about someone dropping a cuss word in um, a, a not even they weren't even having an alter altercation. They were just having like strong sentences back and forth. Uh, they were testing each other. I have no problem with people cursing or me cursing at people, so it doesn't affect me at all. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that uh, Salita was a little upset that she lost that episode. Right? Wasn't she on the losing team? I guess. I yeah. Don't know. Who gives a shit? Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Um, and then we get to see a. Uh, um, trailer, a, a little trailer for for this season on, and boy oh boy, seems like there's some fireworks. Just nothing. It's like a fighting reel, yeah. is what it was. And you know what? 
that won me right over. Yeah, this episode Nick's was really board. fun. I'm I'm pretty much uh, back on board with Champs vs. Stars, and I cannot wait for them to get into it. I mean, there's a point in this episode where Hennessy seems like she uh, hits Devin with her glasses. And yeah. I don't know if she's going to... She has a meltdown. I don't know if she's going to get thrown off the show. I mean, you can't hit somebody well, with We don't something. know. Maybe you can. Maybe you can. We'll have yeah, to see. Yeah, we'll see. Guys, that was the recap for today. We will be recapping this show every week. The show is on Tuesday nights. This recap will be out by Wednesday, if not Tuesday night sometimes. But don't worry. Wednesday, you will have this thing. You'll be able to listen to us every week. Also, we do another show. It comes out every Monday. That is our regular show in which we just talk about reality TV in a broad sense. Sometimes we have guests on. We talk about a topic sometimes. Sometimes we talk about a specific TV show. But we it's all reality-based, and it's a lot of fun. So please download, subscribe, do everything you can. Go on to iTunes. Give us five stars. Say something nice about us. That helps this podcast out a lot. It's free for you to do. It literally makes my day. Yeah, it's great. And uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. You can find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. You can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. That is also my handle, Nick Maritato, on Instagram. And you can email us on our Gmail, which is realityblowspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I couldn't tell if you were forgetting or you were just, uh, you were going slower for intenseness. No, I was forgetting. <laughs> And let me just tell you something. Keep listening to this podcast because it is awesome. It's only going to get better. Do you know? That's a reference. That's oh. Mrs. Thing on, on uh, wrestling. I had he no says idea. Awesome. I didn't anyway, know. anyway. We got to go. We, we got to go, go meet your mom. Yeah. All okay, right. Okay. Bye. Bye.